Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Do we have some cause for concern for a couple of teams looking to make a playoff push in the NFL? We'll get into all that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. It's uh, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) (laughs) LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio (laughs) affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock pacific right here on fox sports radio so you ever hear of e40 you ever heard of the yeah is that the, the, the uh, of course yeah with t-pain you ever hear yeah. that song oh, okay isn't he yeah. isn't e40 sing that like uh it's like the reggae song or whatever yeah it was the, called uh, gotta get to that that uh that booty i believe it's called or maybe I'm thinking of some other 40. Like, there's like a... Uh, UB40. Yeah, UB40. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah UB40. That's, that's almost as bad as, 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 as calling Ahab uh, David Bowie, you know, as bad. Yeah. That would be hold the equivalent. On. Okay, hold on equivalent. a second. E40 and UB40, the 40s it's in the not, name. It's not even You called David it's not even Bowie close, uh-huh. It's not close. It's not even close, though, that, with the sound of the music. For I mean, you you're to, talking about yeah. one which is more like Caribbean or... Yeah, old school Caribbean, too. Yeah. Like but. relaxing on a boat. I mean, you know, like sailing, like with a I mean, glass listen, of red uh, wine. Two different places. Like, yeah. one is like calm and Completely cool. Completely different. One is, is like gangster rap. You I compared, Actually, I could listen to some UB40 right now. Yeah, you, I could listen to some E40. Uh, I'd rather drink a 40 than have this I conversation. I get to drinking a 40. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Let's just try Edward 40 hands. Yeah. Isn't that what you used to play? Hey, that's back a good point. Edward 40 hands back in the day. You know, duct tape a 40 to your hands and you got to drink them before they they freeze your hands. Oh, they just used to be so icy. It's cold in your hands, though. You yeah, know? you put it yeah. in the freezer for a while. Modelos yeah. are the best. They're only 32, though, these yeah. days. Yeah, hey, hey, bummer. They hey, short you eight ounces. Hey, Brady, yeah, they did. I, I got to tell you, the evolution little math of, there for our friend in Fort Lauderdale. The, the, the evolution of this show and, and what we did. So when I first started coming into the studio, you know, you'd have all kinds of football on and movies on, and, and, and then it would transition into cooking. Like, yeah. it would be sports and cooking shows yeah, what on. what happened to that? And then once... Once Jonas got comfortable and Berto got comfortable with like, oh, Lavar isn't like one of those type of dudes. Is this thing is like evolved into something totally different, bro? Yeah, you've got some soft core going on. In oh, there, it's 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 Adult Swim fan up in here. Yeah. First of all, yeah. I I don't ask for any of that stuff on. I would be oh, okay. I would be okay with oh, okay. with cooking on for whatever right, reason. Lavar wants wants uh, weather and traffic. You don't I, cook, I don't know dude. What to tell you. you don't cook. Yes, we I know do. this. Yes, Lavar and Roberto are the two chefs on our yeah, show. All right. True. Okay. Who, what, if we're ranking, I made some mahi last night. That was, and I pan fried it. It was phenomenal. I uh, I sifted the 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 flour and the cornstarch. I sifted it first, and and then I did a a nice little mix with with uh like lightly beat uh egg yolks with mm. with some soy sauce in the egg yolk. So when I dipped it, the soy flavor was with the egg flavor, mm. and then put it through the sifted flour and and cornstarch. 
and it was amazing. That's a lie. Party of two, your table is ready. That's a lie. Party of two, your table is ready. <laughs> when are you going to bring this stuff in? This we're going to harass you until you bring it in. Because you said you were going to bring stuff in one time, and then everybody and I, ate it I before had you could bring it in. I had enough to bring in this time. Damn it. I just, my hands were full because I had to carry that TV stuff for today. So. Yeah. My apologies. It's all right. It will happen at some point. What do you mean by TV stuff? What are you talking about? Like well, TV I, stuff. I got to do FS1 today. Oh, that's I'm sorry. Fox yeah. Sports Arrington. I forgot it was a Fox Sports Arrington well, day. I just want to make sure. Take I'm, it over. Like I said, I just try to keep up with my small part of what Brady does. For, yeah. To bring you know notoriety and, and exposure to our show. I hear you, man. I was doing TV over the weekend, too. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. a little TV we, stuff. We all thought that it was a, a, a wanted <laughs> You know, <laughs> it was America's most wanted. And, and, I thought, and you I thought were not he was the host. Were we going to see Jonas's head on a milk cart? Yeah, it was like yeah. one of the two. Yeah. Jonas was not the host. I'm just telling you. Yeah, he, I, look, no, I, he was not. Yeah. I mean, uh, what do you want from me? I, I got I got one suit. I told you what suit it is. Oh, it still, still hasn't been washed since that time. I, mean, <laughs> I just pull out of the hamper and it's ready to go. You looked you real know, serious. Cut vegetables with Jeez. it, too. Real I was going to say, that, that, that hamper's got yeah. a lot of things living Co- in there. A couple of back yeah. scratchers in there, you know? Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when you do security for the pole, the pole assassin, you, you got to have the right suit on. You know what I mean? That is true. Yeah. That's, that's why Jonas doesn't wear socks. He uses them all up. Yeah, that what is correct. That's what he's yeah. Barefoot. Uh, yeah. That is correct. Definitely. Yeah. He needs to relate to that is monkey. It, is that a saltine know? cracker? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Come um, here, monkey. Okay. Uh, Come here, all, monkey. We are off and running. Hour two of the program here. <laughs> so, Where's the monkey? Come here, monkey. So we have got uh, some uh, quarterback ailments that are happening in the NFL right now. Um, I mean, we could, you know, <laughs> we've lost Lamar. Uh, we, we've lost Lamar. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, I'm okay. But, uh, but speaking okay. of uh, a name that sounds very similar, I mean, I never make the mistake, but uh, Lamar Jackson, yeah, uh, go. he's got uh, his issues. Uh, you know, a, a, a low ankle sprain is what uh, we are being told, not the high ankle variety there. Uh, John Harbaugh, his head coach updated the media on Monday about Lamar Jackson's status and what it could mean for this weekend's game against Green Bay. Lamar has an ankle sprain. Uh, it's not a high ankle sprain, which is uh, good news. And uh, we'll just have to see what it is from there and uh, how he feels this week going forward. And Well, we're going to see where we're at, you know, with the situation. The plans are right now for, you know, my mind for Lamar to be out there. So we'll see where it goes this week. And if he if he can go a golf, not Tyler will be the quarterback. So that's where we're at. So is this just going to – because it feels like Baltimore is in a spot to where the season is kind of teetering. We it talked is. about it yesterday. Yeah, it is. So they're going to do whatever they can to try and get him out there. So what is the treatment going to look like this week? Is it round the clock, a nonstop? A lot of grass – what is it called? Grasting? Grasting, yeah. yeah Grasting. There's going to be a lot of – he's going to soak that thing, though. There, it's Epsom salt uh, ice, ice buckets. Yeah. Like there's some things that'll never change, and and the ice bucket is one of those. I can recall every every Sunday, and in, in the cold the cold bath room, there was always lines of us sitting there with our feet. You know, certain guys they just have you know you're in the bucket, and he's going to have to do Epsom salt ice buckets. I, I mean, I've at a younger age, you would be able to go play in a basketball game with a good tape job. Um, after ice bucketing it, and that's just and with some Bengay rubbed on there. Some people have used Tiger Bomb is a little little bit more extreme, 
Um, but I mean, if it's if it's really truly just a lower ankle sprain, it's just going to be how much he can deal with the discomfort of of that like joint right under like your ankle ball, you know, like the ball on your ankle. Yeah, it, it, it's just going to be, and and maybe a little bit on the front of the foot, you might have to deal with the discomfort of it. But a good tape job, icing it, they'll they'll like I said, they'll rub the hell out of, out of it. They'll they'll uh, stem it. And, and I mean, generally speaking, you should be okay with a low ankle sprain. But just I mean, I, I wasn't fast enough really to be able to uh, <laughs> overcome either a high or low. It didn't matter if it was an ankle sprain; it was a problem for me. So mm. I, uh, you know, all the stuff he's talking about, that's gonna be like kind of the remedy. There's, there's like a electrical stim, right? You, you hear that? Ice and I used stem. to have ice and stem. Yeah. Ice and stem. Yeah. I, ice everyone and stem. hears that. No, yeah. that I used to have. A, there was a one called the ARP. And that thing's like a really, really strong current. But I swear to you, that thing would get you back at least a week or two sooner if you use that as opposed to the normal stuff that, like, the team would have. Um, so there, there's stuff out there to help get you back sooner. But it, it, the problem is, is once he gets back out there, you know, they need him, especially the way their offense has been playing, they need him to be able to play, cut, run, everything like he's 100%. And I just I don't think he's going to be that probably for the remainder of the season. I mean, that's the issue for them moving forward. So uh, uh, Josh Allen is also in a similar spot to where he's dealing. Uh, he left with a, a walking boot. They're going to see how this week goes. Um, uh, but he's also – it feels like Buffalo and Baltimore are kind of in the same spot to where their season is sort of teetering. They need these guys out there because they really are their run game, um, you know, as far as what they can do offensively. And so Baltimore, uh, Buffalo and Baltimore find themselves in a similar spot with Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. You've also got Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, who keeps talking about the toe issue, he said it got worse on Sunday night. Um, so, so there's that. Um, you know, Buffalo it, isn't getting any help though. New England is just playing such great football, but Baltimore is getting bailed out because from week to week, you know, these teams in the, in the AFC North are they're losing. So it's it's almost like Baltimore is still in almost a safe place that if Lamar can't go then you got to try to make it through until he's – and I would ask you this, Brady, like for me as a coach, I would take a chance knowing that we're heading towards the playoffs. Maybe we're not going to get that number one seed now. So if I needed to rest Lamar for a game to try to get him as healthy as I possibly can, I would do it. I would do it even yeah. if it costed us the game. But that would be me. What what would you what would you think? How you think Harbaugh would think in terms of just being safer than sorry or or taking the chance? You know, it's an interesting question because I think you have to evaluate how you feel like Tyler Huntley did versus the Browns, which I think obviously his second half he started to come on there towards the end. He started to get a better feel for it. So you have to ask yourself if you feel like you know Tyler isn't going to go in there and lose you the game. You know, at least give you a fighting chance to potentially steal one, right, with a backup. Or if that, if your surrounding parts can help elevate the level of play. Like, we saw that from the Cardinals this year. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray was out. Cole McCoy went in. I, I believe he started, what, three games for him? I think he went two of the three. So it kept them still in the hunt in contention. You know, maybe John Harbaugh feels like, you know, to your point, rest would help go a long way for Jackson for another week. But then with Huntley, they might still be able to win one. You yep. know, they might be able to have a lot of those parts around him raise their level of play. So it all to me it all depends upon how they feel about Tyler Huntley. And mm-hmm. if they feel like he can get the job done 
well enough to give them a shot. Because the problem is, is if they don't win the division, the AFC North, I don't know if they're making the playoffs. Mm. You know, I think that's the toughest thing for them with how tight that division is. And considering the rest of the AFC, it is a muddied picture right now in regards to wild card spots. So you got to be careful about making that decision, thinking you can, you know, maybe drop a game here or there, only to get Lamar back and win the rest. Because I don't think there's any givens right now the rest of the way for these AFC teams. And the division games mean more to Baltimore than uh, than obviously this game against Green Bay, because the following week they're at Cincinnati. So maybe to Lamar's point, do you look at this situation and go, all right, I, I, why why put Lamar in harm's way? If we know that this is an outside of our conference game, we'd rather take our chances, give them an extra week, and then go at Cincinnati and have them at, at better health, hopefully, because that game's going to mean more. Like there is that because there's, I think there's five teams sitting at seven and six right now uh, in the AFC. The AFC, the the fi- the wild card spots are going to come down to the wire. Like, and I think it, it's going to this week, every single week, it gets bigger and bigger. Indianapolis is sitting there. Buffalo's in the same spot. Cleveland's all of a sudden there. Uh, Cincinnati there as well too you got Denver in the hunt Pittsburgh still somehow uh, is sitting there a half game out because of that that tie so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch how this plays out any chance Aaron Rodgers misses this week because if Aaron Rodgers misses this week John Harbaugh just sits uh, Lamar Jackson right we well, just I mean just just call it the battle of backups yeah why not day. let's go yeah. uh, that, it's going to be a tough game for Baltimore to win and and so whether you have Lamar or you don't it's still going to be a daunting task to win this game the way Green Bay is playing right now. And and so I just wonder, if I'm looking at it, if if there's any amount of doubt, the smallest amount of doubt that Lamar could could actually be overcompensating and hurt himself in a different manner trying to play on that ankle, I'm not playing him. I'm just, I'm, I'm just not. I'm not going to chance it because his legs are just too important. No, that'd just be me. Do you think – I'm trying to think how – the fact that he didn't come back in after he went out with the injury and they just – they rolled with him throughout, for the rest of the game, he was just out. I mean, he, he got carted off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean, it, it's like it, it's got to be severe enough to the point where he ain't coming back this week. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've never – I would say outside of the NBA, you typically don't see dudes get <laughs> carted off. And then come right back in and play either well that planned. game or the following week. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> the, now, they don't bring out a cart. They bring out, like, the wheelchair. And, like, well they'll planned. be, like, wheeling these dudes out for a dislocated shoulder or something. And then next thing you know, they're, like, right back in the game. Well played. I'm just, uh, what? <laughs> it's uh, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady I remember Brady when Quinn, they had Jonas the cart off pole assassin that one time. Her oh, and her geez. monkey. Yeah. Yeah. They both were on yeah. the cart. I hate when that happens. <laughs> she did not return. The injury report said will not continue the game. You know, oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't know that was the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, I, re- <laughs> uh, I remember that updated uh, report. By the way, we are uh, we are brought to you by Discover. Uh, real credit card questions require real people, <laughs> someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S. based representatives available twenty four seven. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, so there was a um, it was. It wasn't so much of a surprise that this happened over the weekend, but there's a statistic that goes along with with it that might surprise you. We'll have all that for you next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up, uh, we'll call it a little over five minutes from now, we've got uh, somebody uh, taking a shot at a quarterback who wasn't even playing in the game last night. Uh, that's always fun. Uh, just minding his own business uh, and getting attacked uh, by a uh, by a fellow player. So we'll have that for you here a little over five minutes from now on FSR. Um, so uh, we need to find out, I mean, uh, what's old uh, Ritz pants over there old uh, old i called bryce young at 10 to 1 to win the heisman months and months and months ago brady quinn what are you doing with all those winnings listen. i mean what are you doing with all those winnings there pal uh, spending oh, I, I, I don't bet uh, i don't i don't bet yeah okay. i just I, I give betting advice but i, I don't bet okay yeah. well i mean yeah. listen uh, what, have, have anybody uh contacted you thanking you for your uh i know there's a uh, you know a gentleman who used to list uh, work here at fox sports radio sent a tweet out uh thanking you he was listening to the show back then and he got paid on the uh, bryce young to win the Heisman Trophy. I mean, you're, uh, good you know, for him. Yeah, people are getting paid for the holidays. Like, how are we feeling good. about that? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad it worked out. Glad it paid off. I, I, I just, I think the kid's a special player. I, I said it back this summer that he'd win this year, but I, I, I truly believe this. I think he'll win too. If he stays healthy, I think he'll win another one. I, I don't know if it'll be next year or the following year. Um, the only question really becomes, you know, he technically after this upcoming year, he could leave and go to the NFL. Because I believe he's three years removed at that point, and so he should be able to move on to the NFL. And I mean, the only thing he's got missing is his size and his stature. So, kind of, kind of interesting piece of all that is: Do you know the two highest completion percentages in NFL history in the regular season? Do you know who owns those records? Oh, geez. Um, I would say Breeze yep. and. God, who else? Not Brady. Um, Breeze. Breeze and Breeze. Breeze and Breeze. That's it? It's Breeze and Breeze. And wow. then this year, coming into last night's game, Kyler Murray is on pace for the third highest to only Drew Breeze. Now, what do those guys have in common? They're both really tall. They're both. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or the opposite of that. Yeah, it's which, the opposite. Which I think is interesting because it bodes well for a guy like Bryce Young who isn't six foot. I mean, he's a slight frame you know, player, but he doesn't have any issue chucking the ball down the field, making any throw. He is accurate as all get out. He's got great timing and anticipation. He's mobile enough to create throws. He makes some of the most unique, like awkward body position throws that I've, I've seen. Like he just spits the football out accurately from any platform, no matter how he is. I think because of a guy like Drew Brees, who was – Probably one of the more prolific sub six foot or six foot passers we've ever seen. Maybe the the most prolific we've ever seen. But now other guys that fall in behind him, and, and Kyler Murray is even shorter than that. I, I really do think the success of those players have opened it up to the point where now people are just like, "Hey, man, if he can play the position, he can play the position. Like we'll we'll put him in positions to succeed." So very similar to Steve Kime and and the Cardinals organization. Maybe even saying, like, if we're going to draft Kyler Murray and we feel that highly about him at number one, let's go find a coach who can work with his skill set, and that coach being Cliff Kingsbury. Now, the irony to all of it is Bryce Young's first offer when he was in eighth grade came from Cliff Kingsbury (laughs) back when he was at Texas Tech, which is kind of like a neat little stat behind all of it. All I know is that dude's got a tremendous eye for quarterback talent. Between Patrick Mahomes, who he had at Tech, 
Baker Mayfield, who first came there. I mean, even Davis Webb, who went there, got drafted. But you look at some of the guys like, you know, Kyler Murray, who was at AM or what's AM back when Kingsbury was there. I mean, all these, all these talented, talented quarterbacks, when you go through the years of Cliff Kingsbury evaluating quarterback talent, He's been as good of, as anyone as far as you know, identifying these guys and either signing them when they're in college or obviously work with a guy like Kyler Murray and making him potentially an MVP candidate. Bryce Young's uh, listed at six foot one ninety four. How how like legitimately tall? What what is Kyler Murray's real size? Because I, I, the, is he even five ten. Eight. I, there's no way he's yeah, five he ten. It's like five eight. So uh, no, I'm joking. I know, but I'm joking. See, I don't think you're far off. Yeah. I don't think you're far off yeah. either. He is small. I I, I was with him in the uh, Under Armour game. He is small in person. He is definitely small. I don't he, know. He but he'll beat you in tag. You can't touch that. No, dude. you're not going to touch him. So so if he were, and we were talking about this, Trevor Lawrence was spotted, you know, when he played as a freshman and he won the national title and all that. And it was like, all right, keep an eye on that guy. That's the guy that's going to be the next big thing in the NFL. And it was just a matter of time before he got to the league. So the only thing separating Bryce Young from getting that sort of hype is, his is, height. is that's it. So yes. that's all we're talking about here. So, uh, I mean. But again, you got to take into consideration. I, I don't know. I don't know Bryce Young. I've never met him. I've heard a lot about him because I coached in Pasadena and that's where he's from. And the stories that circulate around about him has been more about the content of his character, his football IQ. Uh, There's just been so much praise of Bryce Young in terms of the way he prepares. And, And so to me, when I look at why he's having the success he's having, it's interesting because He's undersized, and to be undersized, his first go at trying to make a way being undersized was in high school. I mean, he left Pasadena and went out to to the OC to to go to modern day. So he traveled to the best high school program, and arguably in the entire country, and was undersized going there to try to be a quarterback. And if you understand what that means – that's almost like you you know you go there you transfer after a year or two that's generally what happens there's a there's a transfer portal that exists for modern day football because so many kids go there and they're just not good enough to get on the field it's factory so he's he's already you know defied the odds at the earliest stage of being undersized and underdeveloped and then now to go to to Alabama have the type of season that he's having right now to win the Heisman, I think that you got to take into consideration guys like that. It it definitely isn't all based upon the physical attributes. It, it certainly is based off of what they bring to the table in terms of their understanding of the dimensions of the field, where their blockers are, where where your visual aiming points are. Right, like instead of looking over top of a shoulder or over top of a lineman, you're going to look in between them. You know, but you, there's only certain guys that are actually really like Drew Brees was the one that you know playing against him. You could see him standing in the cracks, <laughs> look at the, looking look downfield. Look well, that's just looking out of the bottom of his helmet. Yeah, could you he stick his head up? He was the only dude who looked through like literally below his face mask, yeah. like above his chin strap. That's how he was looking. It's pretty wild because you're taught to read quarterbacks. You read them. But how do you read one that you can't see? So if you're in a read it defense and you're dropping back and I'm looking for Kyler Murray, 
I can't read where he's going. I got to try. And, and it's so funny because playing against him, playing against Drew Brees in college, I learned how to try to read a quarterback through the gaps of the linemen because you could not read them by looking at their, their eyes because you couldn't see them. And that's what you're taught to do, like read the eye. If they, if they have a helmet, it's funny. If they had a helmet with a stripe on it, it's like follow the stripe. You know, a lot of helmets don't have stripes anymore, but it's it's follow the eyes of the quarterback. Read him. When he's dropping, you drop. When he stops, you stop. Right? But you can't do that with these smaller quarterbacks. So, in a way, it kind of creates an advantage for your offense. That's interesting. I've always felt that way, too, about, like, small running backs. Like, did you you guys have a hard time? It's the like, worst. Shorter guys, they pop out like Darren Sproles. Or like a Warwick Dunn who is yeah. like, you know, yeah, those guys, it's the worst. It's the worst to go up against a little guy like that because they get lost behind them big dudes. And you got to try to move that dude out of the way and be quick enough to change your, your direction and speed to get to a Darren Sproles or a Warwick Dunn. Like, it, it's hard. A Brian Westbrook, it's hard because their get-up – is quicker than yours. Reese Jones drew as well too. And, and then that's tackling a, a bull. <laughs> that's not just hitting a little dude. I forgot about the hit on Sean Merriman oh, that you man. and Petros brought up. And oh, I, I looked it up bro. over the weekend. He lit obliterated him. my boy. <laughs> obliterated him. Yeah, it was yeah, like lights out the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got I got caught. We've all been caught. I got caught by by Ricky Williams, and I was mic'd up. And got blown up by it. <laughs> chipped that, chipped that, the hell you know out of me. That's making TV, huh? It it made it. It was it was there. I mean, it was it was a battle. We 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 <laughs> lost. You know, of course, we I'll had back as a quarterback. <laughs> DJ Williams that. told me the first time he got hit by Lorenzo Neal, mm. and and he remembers seeing him like in warmups and how nice he was before the game and everything else. Because Zoe is a nice dude. Nice dude, yeah, right? Real nice dude. And then he was telling me like first play ISO, and he's flat backed. Like he he like he was like, oh, I was concussed. Like I I I started the play, and I remember the hole opening up, and Lorenzo was like, ah, yeah, running towards me. And he goes, the next thing I know, I'm on my back, and he's over top of me, asking if I'm okay. And he's like picking me up off the ground. The <laughs> idea of Lorenzo Neal to give you guys out there an understanding of what it's like is think about when you watch those crash test dummy commercials and and they go the 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 siren goes off and then it goes boom into the wall yeah that's lorenzo neal leading a run <laughs> that's lorenzo if you want to understand like the the capacity of what uh, alignment alignment or linebacker is dealing with when lorenzo neal leads a run play it's like when you're in a crash test test dummy like deal yeah. and and the car goes into the, yeah bro yeah it's a car accident like <laughs> it's a car because they don't slow down and and the way they build their pads see people are like oh I can't we come from a big pad era well you had to wear big pads because if you hit if you hit Lorenzo Neal or Sam Gash or Mac Jones you know with with one not Mac Jones Mac what's Max Max Strong if you hit any of those guys with little pads, you were going to have broken collarbones, messed up AC joints. You would you would probably be done dealing with fullbacks that were in the National Football League if you didn't build your pads up because they built their pads up where they had no neck. So you had guys, they would be, you know, guys be like, oh, you wear a cowboy collar. I'm like, yeah, I always wore a cowboy collar because you had to learn how to sink your head and dig your head into your cowboy collar so you didn't have a neck. 
That's that's the only way you could go hit a dude like that and not separate your shoulder <laughs> or get get a concussion because your head would go back and forth. You jar your brain. You got to get out, right? So it's like little things that people don't never pay attention to. But if you looked at Lorenzo Neal and his his shoulder pads, he he had the, the what you called um, what were they called Brady the 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 toilet seat. The toilet seat dips, right? The toilet seat pads. That's what they call yeah, them. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't ever remember like a name for them, but I do I, remember when guys would like wear them from time to time, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're, they're, well, I guess we nicknamed them toilet seats, <laughs> toilet seat pads, because it looked like the thing you put over a toilet seat when you're going to sit down and try to keep it sanitary, right? But they had these pads that you put on that went under your pads that were like they were cushions. And you would have to wear those. And I can recall, they had different levels of thickness. And when I was going up against dudes like Lorenzo Neal, I would wear thicker ones under my pads because I knew I was going to have to hit a bull. By the way, speaking of the uh, toilet seat covers, yeah, I know yeah. somebody that uh, yeah. they don't they, they don't trust those. Good grab. So they hover. Oh, wow. That is not a great yeah. experience. That cannot be a great experience hey, for you, Jonah. That's what, that's what they're in. I'm, it's not I'm me. Sorry. Hey, trust me, that is not me. That is not me. I, I'm not okay True with story. that. True story. They hover. they hover. That, you know, I don't have the quad strength name, to hover. Can like you that. name a that's more yeah. compromising place to be? Like the, I, I, was, stall? I was in that compromising moment when that big earthquake happened in Maryland, and I was like, I'm just going to die. Like, Cause I can't run on the toilet. Yeah, I was. I, it's it's got to be the most compromising position to be in. Yeah, like if somebody uh, were to probably, run up. Yeah, definitely top two. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like if somebody was to run up on you or something like that, what are you going to do? You're compromised. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Well, you're you're gonna be looking for a new pair of drawers. I, I also yeah. I also doing. think though, like if someone's trying to run up on you, like. I don't know that they would necessarily want to run up on that situation, right? I mean, like that, I don't could, know. that could be messy both ways. That might it could get messy, but I mean, if yeah. you think about it, you're the one that's in the messy situation is compromised. Is that the one time it's excusable to not wash your hands? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah so I would say sure. so. That's true. Right. I, I would say it would be the one time it's acceptable to use it as a weapon. That's oh my you know? god! I mean, honestly, good I, Christ! I mean, it's not viewed as like a safe space. It's not like safe harbor. It's supposed like, to be safe. Yeah, and you're I mean, I, you're 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 vulnerable. Yeah, it's like right. the most vulnerable state you could be in, other good than god. sleep. Right. Uh, all right. Um, are we saying. still on the air? All right. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Stocks. All right. Remember uh, to take your strap to the commode. So, uh, so we've got a, a little bit of trash talk in the NFL. Uh, and it was somebody that wasn't even playing last night. We'll get into all that next year. Plus the results of the prop bet monster from last night. We'll get to all that next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up uh, top of next hour, uh, the NFL's got a little bit of an issue on their hands. Uh, so about 15 minutes from now, we are going to uh, discuss that. Uh, some uh, some problems have popped up over the past 24 hours uh, for a, a couple of teams in the league. So we'll get into that here uh, top of next hour on FSR. By the way, did you guys uh, see um, Baker Mayfield just minding his own business? Not, not bothering anybody on Monday night football just probably just enjoying the game uh the, the browns got a win on sunday and uh justin jefferson of the vikings decided to send a tweet out uh obj was not the problem i hope you all see that now clowns so again like people just love to run to the defense of obj and uh and just com- continue to make excuses for why uh, his career was off track there because he scored uh, another touchdown on monday night football I mean, but was that a shot at Baker Mayfield? Baker, yeah. yeah, it might have been a oh. shot at somebody else. Who, Stefanski? You think he was Possibly. talking about Stefanski? Come on. It, it, it's always a shot at Baker Mayfield. I, I mean, I, I don't know that he's as hated as you think he is. I, I, I think OB, OBJ gets blamed just as much as, you know, as anything else. So, I mean, I, I have no problem with it. I, I don't think it was a shot at Baker. I think there's the reality of OBJ gets blamed for stuff that has nothing to do with him half the time. I will say this, though. I will say this. If I'm sitting at home and I, or if I got wind of that tweet, I would think that he's referencing me if I'm Baker. I would think that. I might fire back. You know, I make time for things like that. I might fire back. <laughs> See, you yes, would. you do. Yeah, yeah. I might yes, fire back. You do. I do. That, yes, you do. Yeah, I, I might fire that. back. I can see Lamar having an issue with that. Yeah. Um. So we do have uh, the results of the uh, uh, prop bet I might monster. put something out there. You know, oh, what, what's your excuse? You yeah. Know? yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, yeah, you've. Uh, I, I saw you get into it with somebody, um, uh, so, something over the, was it the military? Or there was like a yeah, term that dude, you used? Dude, Dude like, was like, I almost threw up in my mouth when I heard you say the clip instead of magazine. I said, dude, with all due respect, on, like synonymous, like, synonymous terms. I'm like, bro, like, listen, I respect you, I appreciate your service, but don't military shame me. <laughs> like, don't, don't do that. Don't, I don't, I don't league shame anybody. I don't say you can't talk to me because I played in the league, or you can't, you can't get a term incorrect. Because I didn't, you know, you didn't play. Like, come on, like, relax. I mean, listen, it's, uh, you know. It uh, made me physically ill when I heard you say clip instead of magazine. <laughs> I was like, golly, I, I can't even, I can't have a slip up. That's not even a slip up. I, 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 that's what I called it. It's uh, not, not allowed anymore. Sorry. Uh, it's just not allowed There's anymore. like a technicality as far as the difference between the two, but it's. it's and I get it. Yeah, it's I, very. They it's both very work technical. like that, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they both work like that. By the way, <laughs> Roberto's so happy to bring that one out. And when's the last time he played that that sound drop? It's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah just... Berto, Berto's like I'm with LA on that one. Um, clip. Yeah, colors, colors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clip. What's the other one? Great movie. Great yeah. movie. What's the other? What does she yell? 
Hey, Pac-Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hit the button. Look at me, man. Hit the button. Yeah, Hit damn the right. Button. Hit on himself. Hit the button. Thank you. Uh, we do have uh, the results of the prop bet monster. Come on, let's hear it. Um, uh, this was, uh, I we feel were, like I did well. Yeah, I just missed it, on a You couple. both did. That's the thing. You both did well. Uh, so uh, more rushing yards, Kyler Murray or the Rams. Uh, it was uh, the Rams. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, who And you both had the Rams there. Yep. Uh, first target to Odell Beckham Jr. results in. A touchdown, um, right? In, well, no. Was, you, had an, you had a complete. Brady okay. had an incompletion, so uh, you won that one, Lavar. Yeah. So you're holding on to a narrow lead. Uh, most receptions, Cooper Cup he or won. the field. Cooper Cup, Cooper, Cooper Cup by Cup. a mile. A mile. <laughs> by the way, is he the? Pa- <laughs> and he had so many. I was like, is it the field? As in, like, add them all together? Like, <laughs> okay. When 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 you see, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, when you he was that hit, that far ahead. Top receivers in the NFL. How far down until you get to Cooper Cup? Because I mean, the numbers are there. No, he's up there. He's definitely in the conversation. I mean, he's not – I would never say he's, like, the best, but I, I would Devontae certainly say – Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson. Um, Devontae Adams, when he's healthy, is definitely probably the guy. I'm trying to think who, you know, Mike I, I'm Mike not going to take anything away from Devontae Adams, but playing with Aaron Rodgers does make your job a little sure. easier. Just saying. Just saying. I don't disagree with that. I mean, Justin Jefferson's got Kirk Cousins. Come on. It's like the I same know, thing. I know, but I think there's a difference. <laughs> so, Come so, on. Let's keep going. It's like the same thing at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, all right. Uh, next up. So uh, you guys are all tied up. Uh, then we had, uh, is there a graphic shown at the start of the game where they point out the difference in weather between last week in Buffalo and this week in Arizona? You both had no. Uh, so that's a wash. And it all came down to this. First gadget play called. LeVar, you picked Flea Flicker. Yep. But Brady Quinn picked the Wildcat, and yep. it was the Wildcat that I mean, was that, called. But that was a, that's an easy so, uh, one. Brady Quinn uh, with a uh, with but a that win. Was, that no, was an easy. Tied. No, 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 you no, got you it. Won. You won. You won. Where did I win? You, you won. You, 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 you got had, the you won bragging rights. You had Cooper Cup, and you had that one. Lavar had uh, first no. target to Odell Beckham Jr. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so it was tied tie? up. You didn't no, tie because you you got the last one. Yeah, you won the last one. I guess I'm. Con- I didn't hear a one which, that we. Which lining up in a wildcat is not a gadget play, so it's kind of oh, it's whatever. One of the options. It's fine. I mean, you know, it's one it was, of the options. It, out it, there. it was. It was. It was uh, an obvious. I don't know why you have to. Cat. I don't know why you have to harass the bookie. I'm just simply making the lines. And I'm you guys just are glad the Brady picks. won with I don't the care. wildcat hey, formation. Did you see though? Like, here's the one thing I wanted to say. Just to get on the OBJ comment. So he caught a pass. It was towards the end. It was like a wide receiver screen, and he kind of ran backwards out of smart bounds. Play. Yeah, started winding it was a really smart play. But do you see Stafford's he's, reaction? He's Stafford didn't even know. He didn't know. Like no, he didn't know the rule. He was like he was like ticked off, and I'm like again, someone's gonna blame o- you know, Odell Beckham for that. Meanwhile, he knows the rule. He knows the clock's, clock's gonna keep running because he didn't run forward. He ran sideways or backwards. Yeah, it was so a really smart him, play. Yeah, it's, I just I don't know why you guys have to pile on him so much. You know, and then then you're taking it out on me because I'm simply reading off the results of the prop. And then there. pole assassin shows up with her monkey, and then I, everything I, I, gets all crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm I mean, not touching that. I'm not either. <laughs> I don't want any part of her or her monkey. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I'm touching it right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am not touching that. Oh, my God. Uh, hopefully, hour three is next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.